Hey, this is Kevin Smith, and you're listening to Radio Brendo Man, the only radio that matters with the name Brendo Man in it. If you're not listening to it, just what in God's name are you listening to? I can give you some options, but that would defeat the purpose of the plug. Brendo Man. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. I know we talked about this a little bit before the show started, but Nintendo launching the Nintendo Classic and another classic Nintendo launch where they know they have this astronomical demand, but we're only going to make like a few of these and and then we're going to draw it out and then we're just going to get that demand up to a fever pitch. It, it you feel like for them. Do you feel like somebody in Nintendo, like Reggie, is just dumping those things on eBay for like two hundred <laughs> bucks a pop? And no, they they're, they carefully cultivate that demand, and then they like slowly release them. Here's the thing: they I've don't had enough of this. They garbage. don't have boxes of CDs in their garage sitting there. They sell what they make. It's just annoying because they know the demand. They do, but this is they do this. How All could, the time. How could they have known this would be that Oh, popular? they knew. They knew. You could just look at the Google zeitgeist alone and Facebook and everything and, and, um, but so I didn't people even. People are clamoring for it. I'm, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna hold off because, like, I'm like, I wasn't gonna drive around and be that guy and come up empty handed. But there and, are a lot of people that have been, like, posting pictures of opening them and stuff. Yeah, I know. People are stoked on it. Well, people are stoked on it. They're also mad at the short cables. I hope that they are smart enough to have built in a way to get more games at some point. They didn't. I think they did. People have already, like, gone in it. There's no way to do that. It doesn't have internet. It doesn't have any way to communicate. It's not a card. Nothing. 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 You know they're just going to make a whole new one. That's probably true. They'll make a Super (laughs) Nintendo one. You know, this is what's going to happen. Like... And I want that one too. There's going to be another one with like more licensed games or more of this. There'll be the Capcom one or like this other one. Like, oh, dude, you know that's happening because these things, they're just printing money right now. They are straight up printing money right now. And this is what they do. And this is like, uh, it's a little frustrating, um, but whatever. But it's working well for them. So, um... We left off talking about like all my car stuff, all like you were, you went to the escape room. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, so let's so, talk about your stuff, Phil. All right. Well, so we had a, a four day weekend, as we mentioned on the last show, and, uh, we had originally talked about doing a number of things. We were going to go on a trip and you're going to go on your that. whole weird California trip. We that you hadn't taken your kids on yet. Your kids still haven't been to the Salton Sea or to the freaking. Yeah. What was the other one? Salvation Mountain. Salvation Mountain, all that stuff. That's, that's like, I know the guy died, but that's but like still, still there. there and everything. Yeah, right? there's some people that took over. They have like a plan to keep it stuff. going. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do that still at some point. We might even do that like during that week before Christmas. Cause there, we got a few days off. Like we have like a whole week off before Christmas this year, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Um, but what we decided then is cause we we're going to go up to Big Bear to do the room escape. So we decided to go up there early, but before we did that, um, what did you do on like the Friday? So Friday, we um, we were gonna go and do. Um, for, we wanted to go to the the 
park, you know, the region, yeah. regional park. Did you get that pass? We, by the time we got there, it was like 4.20 and they closed at 5. So we're like, oh, I'm not going to pay for it right now. So we had our Frisbees with us and we just went out to the park. Yeah. And we just like made up our own course and we ran around playing Frisbee golf. The kids hadn't done that before? No, not like they we really like it. We played Frisbee with them. We hadn't actually well, done frisbee it. Golf. No, and they loved it. It's great. So we definitely are going to go do that. We just keep, they close at five. So it's hard to like. Even on a weekend? Yeah. Well, at least on a holiday. I mean, like on the third maybe Friday. Maybe it was a Friday so maybe and it was, it was a holiday. Yeah, maybe. I just can't imagine. I mean, it was getting dark, to be yeah. fair, so maybe, like, yeah, when that's it's, why. maybe, so. Maybe during the summer, it's open It might later. be open later. But regardless, we'll do that at some point. We said I'm going to rent it. So we did that, um, and we also went to the drive-in movies. Oh, yeah? And, because they had a double feature, we could talk, we'll talk about, I guess, in movies, but we saw Trolls and uh, Keeping Up with the Joneses. I don't even know what that is. That's so like Zach Galifianakis, John Hamm. And Gal Gadot and, um. I don't think I've seen. Really? Uh. It's really funny. It was really, really good. Um, and Isla Fisher is the other main mm. character. Anyway, it was really good. Uh, we'll talk about it later, I guess. So then, um, we went, we got up early on Saturday and did like the earliest showing there was of Doctor Strange. Oh, so you did everything. And then we went straight up to Big Bear. Nice. My parents actually came down and saw the movie with us, and then we drove up there. Cool. Um, so we'll talk about Doctor Strange, too. Yeah. But, yeah, and then we went up, hung out, just played games and stuff in Big Bear, and then we went and did the Rumus Mountain Room Escapes uh, beta test on um, Sunday night. So they had their new room, and I obviously can't reveal too much about it, um, but it's super cool. Um, it's a sequel to the original one, so it takes place in the same space, but... It's basically you're coming back to it six weeks later and there's... So is the first room gone? No, it's still there. They just redressed the room. So you're coming back. The original one takes place in a hotel. And for reasons that you'll find out in the thing, it's, you know, abandoned. And then a crime happens and you have to basically come back and solve a crime in the place where the other one was. But it's all redressed. There's new effects. There's new, like, technical stuff. And it's really, really cool. Nice. It's cool. It's like all, it's in the same space, but it's a completely different experience from the ground up. So they really did a really good job. So if somebody wants, what do they say? We want this one or this one? They can, yeah. It's recommended that you do the original one first because So then the how does that line, work? Do they have to like totally like redo it? It's, I mean, it takes, I think it takes an extra half an hour to reset it if they're changing them over basically. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's the same basic, basic decor. The furniture doesn't change. A few things are rearranged and stuff like that, but it's, you know, it's the same, at the, at its core, it's the same room. But the puzzles are different. But the puzzles are different, the equipment is different, there's all different stuff, it's redressed and decorated differently. Has he gotten that changeover down, like, for doing the changeover? No, not yet. I mean, this was the first time that... I was going to say, I could see where he's going back and forth and like that. Yeah, this was, and probably what they'll do is they'll book it in, like, Blocks where yeah. like the morning three shows will be the one yeah. room and then the evening will be the other or something like that. So they don't have to go back and forth too much. But, um, so this was the first time they'd actually run it through at all, you know, with anyone. So it was a, I mean, it was, it was great and it worked well, but you know, they were like ironing out kinks and stuff like that, which they kind of did with ours, but this one was probably a little bit earlier, um, than that even, but it was great. We had a lot of fun, and we did escape from the room with like yeah, twelve that. minutes, something like that. You guys are gonna be a, so. Well, we're on the leaderboard by default for now, so to get you knocked off. Um, it was really good, very very cool. So you guys come out to Blue Christmas on December third, 
definitely do a mountain roomscape. It should be open by then. Cause I mean, they, they're just refining and stuff like that. So cool. Very, very cool. And then, uh, then we came down and the kids actually didn't have school today. They had a four day weekend. So what'd you guys do? So we, Janelle had school. So yeah. we just, we hung around the house. We played games. We did Legos. We did puzzles. We, I don't know. Well, we did a cheese tasting. The kids have been begging me to do a cheese tasting. <laughs> the kids like obsessed with cheese. Well, now. cause we went to Aldi's. And they had all these like great cheeses. So I was like, oh, look at all these cheeses. And I bought them. And then I don't know how they even heard about a cheese tasting. Maybe because we were talking about a cheese factory. And they're like, oh, what would you do there? And we said, you could taste the cheese. So I went in the fridge and just cut like a little piece of every kind of cheese. And we have something like 12 cheeses in our fridge at this very moment. Nice. Um, and we just sat and did like a cheese tasting for like the afternoon. And it was really great. They had some smoked Gouda on sale the other day. I almost bought it. But then uh. I'm like... If I buy this, I'm just going to eat this whole thing. I'm like, that's not good. You got to do tastings. Yeah, I can't regulate myself like that. Incidentally, Luke's favorite of the cheeses was the Munster. Nice. Audrey's was Gruyere. Mm. Yeah. It's like a little bit. A little more creamy yeah. uh, taste there. So Now I'm thinking about cheese. Oh, dude, they have so many good cheeses there. Mm-hmm. They had this, like, I think it was a Stilton that was tomato and garlic and basil, like, Roasted or whatever, yeah. it was. Well, I've always liked going to the because they have like the the fancy cheese little thing at the at Stater Brothers yeah. and. But at Aldi's, at they're like half the price though. Yeah. That's why I was like so excited because it's the same kind of thing, obviously. But yeah, I love those. I love it. Nothing Man, like I had my cheese. first experience with a freaking new bag law. Oh like, yeah, I totally forgot. And I go there and they're like, "You want a bag? It's ten cents." They only gave me one, and they put all my stuff in one bag. And I'm like, you can I'll pay another ten cents, but they're like, and they're like these new like, like recycled, but, but I don't know. They're the handle like ripped right off. Yeah. So now I'm gonna have to invest, like get some of those Go bags and bag. carry them around everywhere. We have them just in our trunk now. They're just in there. I guess that's just how you live life now. That's where we're at. Or you pay the ten cents. Yeah. Like, but like whatever. It's, I mean, Janelle just has like one bag with the other one stuffed in there and it's in the trunk. It's not that bad. I should just start. I, I have, I, somebody, one of Derek's friends like joked about like selling the, pl- well, no, the plastic bags. Cause the like, old ones, four, yeah. cause like I have, I, I have like a hundred in my kitchen. We probably have like 700 in our kitchen. I like, got rid of, I just got rid of a ton. I should have kept them cause I had so many. What Everybody about, like, does. Target? What about Target bags? Are those thick enough to count? I don't know. It has to be made of a certain percentage of recycled material huh. or they have to charge you for it. Or like, cause like Shada brought up a good thing. Like, what are they going to do at Disneyland? Their tourists don't know about this stuff. They're not bringing their bags to Disneyland. But I feel like those might be thick enough. But there. I think again, like enough recycled material. Yeah. It's like if you have a certain percentage of this, I think they already are like, or they'll just go back to like paper bags. That's true. Or they stuff. have that. Yeah. But like, they didn't have paper bags anymore as Stater Brothers. So I'm like, can I just get a paper bag? And they're like, no. How do they do book covers? I think now you can just buy book covers and they're cheap enough. Oh man. That was like the only way we covered books. Oh yeah. Also, cause yeah, I I remember doing that and then being like, this is dumb. Yeah, but then you could like draw all over it. It's true. That's how, I mean. That was fun. Decorate it. But yeah, it's just like, that was fine. Cause I went, cause like on my thing, I mean, I guess like this is, I'm skipping a little bit, but it's eggnog time. <laughs> I know you tempted me coming over here. That's the title of this episode. Eggnog, eggnog time. time. Here's the thing. I'm like falling behind. I've been plateauing for a bit. 
Janelle has been losing weight like crazy. She's down. I don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to like say. Yeah, but that's your plateau. You hit your plateau. I know, but she's like leaving me in the dust. Yeah. I think she's up to like 70 pounds now. You got to mix it up somehow. Like, I know. I know. I need to. Mix up your workout or jumpstart your body a little well, bit. Well, that's why we started doing the frisbee golf. That's why we went out there. We're like, we got to get out there and walk and move around and stuff more. And, and it does. Like, it doesn't seem like you would, but you're running up and down hills oh, yeah. and stuff. But yeah, I don't think eggnog is the answer, though. I, it's like low fat, but dude, they got this pumpkin spice. They haven't, I haven't seen some of like the really crazy eggnogs yet. Cause maybe I gotta go to like the Vons, cause there's like different brands well, it's and early yet fancy in the eggnog stuff. cycle. Dude, I freaking love eggnog so too. much. I'm gonna be drinking it for the next month. I'm gonna get fat on the eggnog and I don't care, cause it's so good. I just drink a whole entire thing. Dude, my brother and I once did and I got so sick. It's very heavy. I got, I, and like that stuff did things to my, both of us. We were like, we were out of action for a while. It's like seriously a lot of calories. Oh yeah. A lot of calories. Oh yeah. Cause it's like eggs and cream and it's just pure, like bad. And a lot of sugar. So delicious. I do love the knowledge. And yeah. And it's like, it's, it's the best mixer for alcohol in the whole entire world (laughs) because you put alcohol in that and you do not taste it. And it's great. Um, but, uh, it's really good. Um, this on Friday. So Derek's birthday was on Wednesday. Yeah. We wished him before, but we'll wish him after. Happy birthday, Derek. And Big so trio. on Friday, I went to, um, to Derek to the, to the, to the Black from the Past shop and picked up Derek and we went to El Coyote, Sweet. the famous Mexican restaurant on, by the New Beverly. Featured in, uh, Knocked Up. It was a place, I guess, Apatow hung out there a lot. And like, huh. and when he was like, when he was working over there. And it's like, so it's a good, it's like, it's a Hollywood mainstay. Right. Really good food. We, I had the nachos supreme. They were delicious. Sounds and good. Derek ordered a, we got, did a birthday flan and I made him sing happy birthday to him. <laughs> and that was fun. That's cool. And we just had a good time hanging out. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I think they were just playing some old Cassavetes movies at New Beverly and just wasn't feeling the vibe. Because yeah. we were hope I was hoping that maybe there'd be something cool playing, but it was like Cassavetes and then like Jackie Brown and Midnight, which that's great, but like I've done that like three times. Yeah. So and it's midnight. Yeah, <laughs> and I still had to like drive all the way back to Ukaipa, but it was good, you know, hanging with the Derek and uh yeah, and then other than that, I didn't do anything this week because I was like. I was just so worn out from dealing with all this bull crap. The car and saga. The car stuff and just depression and everything. So I just watched a lot of TV, lounged around. Because you were um, gonna come to the room escape. I was thinking you about just didn't, it. You weren't feeling it. I wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling very, like again, I think I made myself just not <laughs> feel good because I was so stressed out and I just was like relaxing and I think I left the house a couple times. I went to the store to buy eggnog, <laughs> and I went to Kuka's on Sunday because I really wanted some chips. Oh, yeah, they have good chips. <laughs> they do. They're so good. I love the. They're very like they're their own chips, and like I've gotten kind of addicted to them. Yeah, because there's a Kuka's and they do in, like a big old bag of them. Yeah, dude, giant freaking bag. But um, yeah, because sometimes like once a week I go to Kuka's in Highland, like by my school. Yeah. So that's like a little my little treat day, and um. 
And now I'm gonna have like a taste for the Kuka's chips. So you are the so one here in town. Went to the one here on Sunday morning. I love because, hot Okay, cheetos. here's what I first tried to do, and I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I thought this, but I'm like, because I'm like, I don't think anybody knows because Corky's is open. Oh, and yeah. I don't think anybody knows. We went too. Well, I drove over there and it was insane, and I was like, nope. Okay, we went on Friday night before we went to the drive-in. Mm-hmm. Was it nuts? No, like we got seated immediately. Because oh, I went on Sunday morning and it was parking lot full, parking lot across the street full, lying out the door. So I'm like, nope. See, and I think I don't think people knew yet. I because it opened. They said it did like a soft. It opened open on, on Wednesday. Well, she told us Thursday when oh, we were there. But right. anyway, regardless, like they did like, but they didn't like make a big deal out of it. it was no like a soft open. I saw the only reason I knew because I saw it in the Ukaipa news on the Google news. So now the word is out. But dude, it was crazy. So I, so then I, and then I'm like, well, then I'll go to, cause I'm like, if there's this many people at Corky's, then Clarkie's must be, it's right. weird that we have Corky's and Clarkie's. And Clarkie's was crazy because I feel like Clarkie's is always crazy. Plus it's smaller. Well, cause you went Sunday. But like I was, it was really early. That's when that's when old people go to get food. Yeah, but you don't have that church crowd yet. I don't know. Yeah, but you have the I old can't crowd. imagine how crowded because it was crazy. Like, and they, so yeah. So, uh, so I, but I it still is open twenty four hours. Yeah, now. I know. We could probably so do probably like do like night. a super late. How was it? Uh, it was really good. Um, but it's very much. It's going to be a good like Denny's alternative. Yeah. It's twenty four oh, yeah. hours, and it's very have much. Have you been in that- to that diner by Stater Brothers? Diner by Stater Brothers. It's by the gym. Like, um, you know, there's like, not the gym, the, there's like the Rite Aid and then like, the, yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't, there's a, there's a, so you know, there's that bookstore that I thought was open. Yeah, it's, it's, not a bookstore. it's, it's right across from oh, that. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking so about. there's a new, it's been there okay. for like a few, it's really good. So this is basically, I mean, it's, it's, it's diner. It's crazy food. that we have, now we have three awesome diners. Yeah. I'm never going to Denny's again, but it's, and it's open 24 hours. Yeah. So the one, see the one in Stater Brothers and Clarkie's has really, it's all, Clarkie's is only hour. open from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Right. Where, but this one, the one in Stater Brothers is like 6 a.m. to like, I think they're open till like 10. So now we have like another, and we have another 24, 24 hour, hour diner. And you got that in and out right there, which has to be opening really uh, soon. Word on the street. We were talking with folks at Clarkie's. <laughs> No, Corky's. How nuts is that place gonna be? It's gonna be, cause already, cause it wasn't like mega crowded. I mean, like, it was full, Dude, but that, we got seated right away. That but the parking, parking lot was is full small. and people were parking across, across the, street. the street. Yeah. And when In-N-Out opens, it's just gonna be, like, nuts. I don't understand what they're, that, how they think. Why it's are they work. sharing a parking lot? I don't know, cause it's not enough room. And that the, the drive-thru's in there and it's like super tight. And you know how crazy In-N-Out oh drive-thru God. gets. It's gonna be like back In-N-Out to the In-N-Out drive-thru gets like, I've seen at every In-N-Out, it'll get like 40 cars deep. Yeah. And they usually have, you know, they have like the guy, people walking like, down the thing. It's gonna be nuts. I can't imagine. So word on the street is it's supposed to open the first week of December. Man. That's what they were saying at Corky's. Well, I gotta go to Corky's, but again, that Sunday morning was, I was being too bold. Now we didn't get any like bakery stuff. And that I understand is stuff that they're really good for. So you didn't have like their muffin or anything like that? No, so that's probably what will push it over. I think that's their stuff. But I got like a, like this amazing like chef salad that was like super really good and. Their breakfast stuff looked awesome. Yeah, Luke and Audrey got like French toast and they loved it. John got an omelet. It was really good. Definitely, definitely good. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Always. Not cheap though. Yeah. You know. Not as cheap, cheap, more expensive than Denny's? Probably. 
More expensive. Well, Clarkie's is cheaper than Denny's. Like, okay, like I got a, a chef salad and it was big. Yeah. Lots of meat and stuff talking? on it. It was twelve bucks Dang. plus tax and tip, you know. So that's like so we're Denny's talking. across the street from Disneyland, exactly. Or Denny's like midnight menu, yeah. You know, but except this was a regular menu. They do have a lunchtime menu that's going to be cheaper. Hmm. Uh, but you know, I wonder what their midnight menu is like. I don't know. And like burgers were like nine ninety nine. It's not bad. So it's not like outrageous, yeah. but, but it's, it's like, not like it's not like cheap. Di- right. I feel like like it's not like going to Tams or something, yeah. you know. Those places are like in that sweet spot. Yeah, where you get like big, good food. Crazy amount of food like for cheap. little bit of money. Um, but I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's like, cause of course tans, cause it's not like table service. Right, right, right. Cause they, yeah, when you but have the Clarkies, table service tipping. You get like a scramble for like seven bucks and that gives you all the stuff and you get that right. freaking muffin, man. I would say this is probably a little bit above that. Yeah. Um, price wise. But it's still, I mean, it's still really good. Clarkies, so. Corkies. Clarkies, Corkies. Of course, the whole time I was there, I was going, Corky! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I drove by it, I was like, Dang you, yeah, Corky! Corky! Because it was so crowded. It was crazy yeah. town. Oh, well, I would definitely avoid that off-ramp for the next couple of weeks. Dude, that off-ramp, and they're always doing all the work on it on top of it. And can you imagine, once the Christmas tree lot is open, once because, like, we're in between now with the pumpkins. You're going to have to be driving up and over. Although like, I feel like the crafting. Christmas tree lot doesn't get as crazy as the pumpkin well, patch. they don't have as many activities. The pumpkin patch thing got... Freaking nuts this year. Yeah. There were people walking like a mile. Yeah. I like don't, I don't those get parking it. lots went so far back. They Did they have like a shuttle? I feel like they had system. to have a shuttle. But there were some people they had a path. And it was you could dangerous. Because that's like a really busy part yeah. of the road where people just barrel down there and like ugh. I don't get it. It's weird living in like a rural area that has all this weird stuff. But like it's gotten to the point where people are coming from out of town to go all to over. It. People come from San Diego, which is weird. People come from everywhere. I I saw some plates. I saw. I kid you not. I saw Arizona plates, and I don't know if like that's like. Well, I mean, we're on the ten, so yeah, it could be them just driving through by. town. But, but still. like, it's crazy. And like, I I heard like on the news they were like people coming from. All over, like LA, definitely, yeah. and like other parts, like. And I'm like, are you seeing? Did you go to the same thing I went to? It's like a freaking destination. I don't get it. It's a ripoff. They charge you just to get in, let alone all the stuff. And then once you're in, the, yeah, everything. They do have money. that like root beer guy. Yeah, but that still costs money. But you can't just go to that guy. You have to go to one of those things, and it's so good. And you get that little powwow. Do you still have your tin cup? Probably. I'm sure it's somewhere. Well, dude, we gotta go. I'm now that I'm even more into Native American culture. I'm gonna get those wraps. What are those? What are they called? Dude, the freaking fry bread and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, fry bread. Oh. When is that? We gotta go back to that. Isn't it during the summer? Probably. I remember it being kind of warm. Yeah. Alright. Oh, well, I think I had just gotten back from like something. I think I, it was like in the spring, maybe. Maybe. I feel like I'd just gotten back from WrestleMania. Cause we met you. Yeah. Cause you were down there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I guess we look it up. I think because I was doing school, so I think it was when I was. So it would have been in the spring. Yeah. So I think we got to wait. All right. And I don't know if they do it every year. Oh, I don't know. Why? Like, isn't mm-hmm. like a powwow? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that was a pachanga, right? Yeah. You probably there's probably one at San Manuel. Yeah, That's like way there. closer. Well, remember the reason we went there? Well, for two, one they was, had the big thing, and Craig from the Res yeah. said it was like one of the more authentic ones, yeah. and it was like halfway between us and yeah. here, so at the time. That's true. Was I in San Diego? You were in San Diego, yeah. Oh. So you came up and met us there, and we came down. So yeah. that's why. That's cool. Well, we should go to like because it's because San Manuel is so close. Like I see their Indian police, like they go to the Kukas all the time. Oh, yeah. 
or at that Baker's, but like we've so, gone to a couple shows there and and stuff. And I remember somebody like was that some some freaking person was like, "Is anybody off the reservation?" They just looked at him like, "Oh gosh, you're a jerk." That's where Matthew goes every year for his birthday. Do you know that? Oh, same man. Same man. Well, he goes there because they it's give like ten bucks free, of free slots, free slots, and he goes and plays, and like that's they get free like, bingo. I I think it's I think it's like slot play. Mm. But anyway, that's his like tradition. Do they have like a buffet there? Probably. Sure I'm sure. The buffet, dude. We went to this one buffet. I talked about it down in San Diego at one of those places, and I told you about the lobster one. It yeah. was like the best buffet I've ever had in my entire life. Very Valley View Casino. I'm very excited for Thanksgiving buffet. I gotta tell you. I think that's what's gonna happen because I don't think I have the money for plane tickets. I will say this: if you're gonna. Like the the Tropicana is a hundred percent booked during the week because we told my family was like, okay, we're so staying. Can't stay where you're staying. So no, like our family is in three different hotels because oh, everything geez. is booked. The Tropicana is hundred percent booked. The Golden Nuggets is hundred percent booked. A Wait, lot so of the regular run rooms, out of... it's possible. You should probably decide soon. And I, I told I'll my decide parents, tomorrow. I told my parents because they're like, oh, it's booked. I'm like, oh, you're looking at the wrong site. And then I looked at like eight sites, including their own. It's booked. But are yeah. there still places? There are still some, but it's going. I, it's crazy. It's never like that. If you that. wait, no, because I remember last year I waited and I ended up having to get a fancy room. Well, yeah, like my parents are at Harrah's, but the cheapest room there was like 90 bucks a night. I'm not which, doing that. I mean, that's crazy. That that sounds like a lot. That's for crazy more, for Laughlin. Laughlin. It's nuts. That is nuts so for Laughlin. Matthew is and David and Amber are staying at the River Lodge. Which, but, is that the bad one? No, no, no. That's what's what we the real bad one. The Edgewater. Don't do yeah, that. Edgewater. Edgewater was garbage. Yeah, don't do that. Anyway, man. It's, uh, so anyway, you might want to. You know, this has been Diner and Laughlin <laughs> talk. Very relevant it information is important to know. It is booking fast. People, I just can't believe a hotel is booked. I was like, no. I think the Laughlin Thanksgiving secret is out of the I think bag. People are finding out about it. Because everything else is just getting so expensive. Travel's getting so expensive. Yeah. If people don't want to deal with airlines right now, because that's gotten out of control. The freaking airline monopolies are ruining everybody's holiday lives. So now... And now everybody's like, what's close to drive? Well, I don't want to go to Vegas. Laughlin. Laughlin, baby. Maybe we talked about it so much that our show is responsible. Maybe it's your fault. Maybe so. Well, so that was my weekend of not doing much. Yeah. I watched a bunch. We'll talk about that okay. because I watched a lot of stuff. Mm. You're like major belching. I am. Sorry. And as we talked about last episode, the car saga is finally over. Yeah. Good. Driving I saw the, I saw the Prius. Prius. It was Prius. Nope. Just saying that was a fail. <laughs> Dang it. Well, we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, no idea what that was going to happen there. I had a good one, though. What? I was just going to say something like... Prius. We went out and saw it. Prius starting to record. <laughs> but it didn't come out right. <laughs> I got to squint through the glasses. That's how I know. Hey, on a good note... uh they started filming freaking Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, how cool is that? Yeah, there's a video with JB Smooth. Oh my gosh, I'm very excited. It's gonna be great. I can't oh. believe it's been four years. I know. When he said that, I was like, has it really been four years? I was like, it's been four freaking oh, absolutely. years. Absolutely. I mean, I just can't believe it. Oh, so glad we're getting more. I'm gonna go back and watch them all over again. Just get ready for it. Man, yeah. Especially now that they're all on Amazon. Dude, that, um, on, uh, 
what's his name, John Oliver show when he kept using the curb music for uh, <laughs> showing like <laughs> Trump <laughs> in the room. It's <laughs> pretty funny stuff. All right. Well, on the book corner. Wait. Yes. Yeah. I feel like I forgot the order stuff. <laughs> How could you? It's 283 episodes in. Sometimes we don't make it down here. That's true. So, book corner. Um, I finished the last Scott Pilgrim books. Got Pilgrim's Finest Hour. Nice. It's so good. It was the finest one. It was the finest. Um, and then I, I've watched the movie like three times. <laughs> Freaking love that movie. It's good. Yeah, I love, I love Brie Larson. I love, I don't know, that, that movie's like perfectly cast. Yeah. It's a lot of great people. And it's so funny. And I also feel like after watching that again, I feel like Brandon Ruth might be like one of our most underrated actors. Yeah. And I feel like Superman really screwed him over because he's really good. Yep. Think about everything else that you've seen him in, including Superman. I and think he was great. He was, he was great. But I feel like somehow he got like a stink on him because of Superman and it's totally undeserved because everything I've ever seen yeah. him in, he's great. He's really, and, and I think he was a great Superman. The problem was, it wasn't the best Superman movie. I still liked that movie. Boring. But it's not it's not what everyone wanted to see. It's definitely not. No. But I just feel like it's oh, unfortunate could... that he somehow became a casualty of that because yeah. I feel like he's not in a lot of stuff and the stuff but the stuff he is in is great. I feel like people are more just like blah about that one as opposed yeah. to like vehemently but it just, just seems like Steel. he's gotten some kind of stank yeah. on him. It's a shame. And I don't he's like great. Him. He's um, really funny in that. Yeah. So, yeah, the whole vegan thing uh-huh. and like, and then like, where he's like, what was it he was eating? Oh, he ordered, he got like, cause he, he got a, he, he, he got gelato and he somehow had convinced, um, Envy that like gelato was vegan. <laughs> right. And then someone's like, you know that milk and eggs are? He's like, hey, like I, I didn't eat, like, I got I could have something. Let me have something. He's like freaking out. And then the vegan police come and take away his vegan. And then that's when he loses his powers. And so it's the vegan police. Love it. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, currently still reading Jim Henson's biography. We are now the advent of the Muppet show. And I don't know how I didn't know this, but that show was not an American TV show. Did really? you know this? Canadian? It was a UK show. Really? Yeah. They paid for it. Huh. Nobody wanted the Muppet show, so we finally got, and that's, and then it got syndicated over here. I did not know that. Yeah, dude. It doesn't surprise me. Lord Wade, famous Lord Wade that made a ton of UK TV shows, made the Muppet show happen. Really? Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. We, always had no networks made that show because they all passed on it. Well, that makes sense. So, like, that's nuts. And also it talks about we already went through the SNL because that, like, was kind of a disaster. Yeah. Although it did sound like both parties understood why it wasn't working, so they parted on good terms. Because, like, Henson needed to get out of his Muppets contract, out of the SNL contract in order to do Muppets. Muppet Show. And when he went to Lauren, Lauren's like, it was kind of like, well, we were going to fire you anyway, so <laughs> now this works great for both of us. So because of that, they parted on excellent terms. It's real weird. You've watched those, right? Oh, they're so weird. It's the gorgeous weird. Yeah, and it's, stuff. like, awkwardly well, the, here's, dirty. Well, the reason why it's so weird is because... The Muppet people, their writer, it was SNL writers, cause the, the, the SAG rules, the SNL, the rules of the show, or the SAG rules, or some rule, the Writers Guild rules, the Saturday Night Live writers had to write the segments. None of them wanted to. Like, they, like Al Franken ended up, usually, cause he was like the least 
like the youngest writer, right. and he ended up actually kind of liking it, but like nobody, and like it got to the point where even the Muppets people hated doing it because they're like, who wrote this crap? Right. They have the cast, the SNL cast, because every second the Muppets were on were, because they're, they're all it. trying to like make names for themselves. Right. So like, and that's where the famous Belushi, the mucking fuppets uh-huh. came from. And like, yeah, so yeah. this hearing about that, but the fact that like it ended up being for the good of everything, cause like when it came time, it wasn't like they were a big hit. So when Lauren's <laughs> like, yeah, you guys, sure. You're good. Yeah, you're good. We're good. We're all good. And so they all came out looking good when it could have been a bad thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so then, um, and then also hearing about like the origins of like, some of the characters were like they almost abandoned Fozzie because he wasn't working at first. Yeah. And like Frank Oz just couldn't get a grip on the character and then it took one bit where they finally got it working huh. and it worked out. Um Miss Piggy started as a background character. Um huh. and at first like Frank Oz it was another where like he didn't know what to do and then like when he finally but then like people would get really freaked out when they would do like when the guests would come and they do the read through and Frank Oz would start doing Miss Piggy and they'd be like what 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 is happening right now <laughs> like they would just talk about various That's people funny. just completely freaking out finding out that Frank Oz was doing that and and Fozzie and like just like so and they and the, it's just really great stories and it's just amazing like they were in London half the year working on that and then the other half they were in London they were in in the in New York doing Sesame Street huh. so they were working year round they never had an off because if they weren't doing right. Muppets they were doing Sesame Street and again across continents that's crazy and like I did not yeah, know that yeah it was filmed entirely in London huh. the whole five seasons. I mean, I gotta give them credit. They put out a lot of good TV over there. Yeah. Um, and then in the, my, my new bathroom reading, as I talked about, because I got this book for like, there was some crazy Amazon deal. I think it might have been a mistake. Okay. Um, the best American comics anthologies, they're usually like pricey books because they're like these fat, like collections of, of like excerpts of comics and graphic novels and all that stuff. Okay. And so the 2015 edition I got on Amazon for like $3. Huh. It's hardcover. And, um, I started reading it and it's not superhero comics, so it's just all kinds of cool. Okay. And like some of them are really weird, but they're, it's all really good stuff. Like it's a lot of like underground comics and other stuff and really cool stuff. And so far I really like it. Sweet. And that's pretty much what's going on with me. What's going on with you in the book corner? All right. Well, I started Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Ooh. So far, so good. How far are you? Not very far. So you don't know about the Half-Blood Prince yet? Not yet, no. Okay. I, I think I read like a chapter and a half probably. There you go. It's I'm short, curious about this next good. one. But um, but I'm excited about that. Um, Okay, so I uh, went by that bookstore that's down by um, uh, like Teriyaki Time over there. Oh, yeah, we the Goodwill one? The Goodwill one. We picked up uh, um, Wingstop. And it would take a while. They said it was going to be like 20 minutes. So did you get all, you just count your wings? Just count our wings. They actually gave us extra ones this time. I think because nice. they took them an extra long time. There you go. We're like, that's fine. And, um. I think that's their standard play when they take a long time. I think so. So. Which is nice. That's, fine. that's how you keep that. customers. Yeah, I'm happy with the next one. Because they did that wings. to me and they were just starting and I knew and I was like, it's cool. I know you guys like, they're still getting yeah. the hang of things. They're like, no, 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 have some extra wings. I'm okay. like, all right. So, anyway, I ran in that bookstore there, and first of all, they had, like, a sealed-shaped puzzle thousand-piece for $2. Whoa. Really cool. It's like a dolphin one. Take that, man. So I got that. Because what are the odds of ever finding a sealed puzzle at a thrift store? I know. I was like, and I looked, and I'm like... Because 
two thrift, bucks. Normally, like thrift store puzzles, you you don't buy oh, thrift no, store absolutely. puzzles. This has like plastic wrap. Like this is unless brand you want to mess with somebody. Yeah, then you buy thrift store you, puzzles. Exactly, and then you give them a puzzle with one piece missing. So anyway, um, but they had this book, and it just caught my attention because I was looking like the youth books. Mm-hmm. It was called The Haunted House. Man. You know, I like kid ghost that sounds stories. Awesome. So I looked at it, and the name of the author is Peggy Parrish. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it does, right? Who's yeah. That? She created Amelia Bedelia. She's an Amelia Bedelia oh, yeah, author. Yeah, yeah, And so she. I might have had this book. Okay, now well, that you I'm might have because it. when I started looking at it, I bought it, and then I like was looking at it because I'm like, that's Peggy Parrish. And I'm like, I think I'm I had sure. this book. Is a series of books with these, this, uh, I think they're triplets, or at least they're three siblings. And they like solve mysteries and go in like haunted places and stuff. Okay. The f- one that I had as a this kid. really is ringing familiar. It was called The Key to the Treasure. Yeah. And they like solve all these puzzles. It was like a, an escape room, like gotcha. proto escape room, but they solve all these puzzles to find this treasure. And it was like one of my favorite books. I've probably read it 30 or 40 times in my life. It was a mm-hmm. book that my mom had and she passed down to me mm-hmm. and I read it and read it. I have a copy of it still. And I didn't ever make the connection between that and, and Amelia Bedelia until this book. And this is part of a series. And she wrote a series of six books with this. got family. another six That's books. That's our, our next series, dude. I'm telling you. And it's great. So I'm going to like, I'm not going to go and read all the rest of them right now because um, I'm super excited about doing it on our on our next series. But it's super good. Like these kid, like they do like ghost things and they find treasures and stuff. And oh, dude, I'm excited. So Amelia Bedelia author made these like books. I'm super excited. I think I want to change my vote for our eight series to Little House. Oh, okay. Why is that? I don't know. Just... Well, Little House has got nine though. Oh, okay. Never mind. So what we could do is well, no. Let's do Anna Green Gables. We could do Anna Green Gables and then Little House if you want, like back to back, like Frontier, Frontier time. I don't know. We can come around to that another time. All right. So that's what you're reading. Yes. All right. We got some music talk. Man, people dying. Uh, Rest in peace. Leonard Cohen died, and that led to at the intro to SNL. If you haven't watched it, you need to go watch it because. Uh, I've never cried during a cold open at SNL before, but I did. <laughs> okay. Because um, it was, let me tell you, um, Kate McKinnon is our MVP of 2016. <laughs> as Malcolm said, like, I'm calling it. Because between just all her overall work on SNL, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, and this, and like her Hillary Clinton stuff. Oh, and, and, and Masterminds. And Ma- like, just all her stuff. She's amazing. And so it was her as Hillary Clinton on the piano, and she was playing the piano and singing, and it was beautiful. And like, but she still was like, she winked. There was this moment where she winks right at the camera, and it's you just melt. And then like, <laughs> it was amazing. I just really, it was a great tribute to Leonard Cohen. It was a great way to address just kind of put a like you know closing like it was just like i don't know just really and i'm it was a huge leonard cohen fan because i don't know did you ever watch pump up the volume yeah i think that's where i first heard leonard cohen because everybody knows was featured prominently in that movie and it kind of fit with the theme of the movie just about kids rebelling and yeah. everybody knows the game is rigged everybody knows the good the war is over everybody knows the good guys lost Christian Slater, oh, man. Oh, gosh. That movie's, that movie made, I think, everybody in our generation wanted to be a radio DJ. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, yeah, like, 
So, so that's kind of where my, and then the 2000, I want to say 2005 documentary, Leonard Cohen, I'm your man. Cause he has a really sad story. Um, I, I'm, you read Kenny Weisberg's book. He yeah. goes into detail about it where basically what happened was Leonard Cohen had been touring for years. He's all set. He went and he retired. He went on, he went and lived in a monastery for like six years. And when he came back, his manager had stolen like, Six million dollars. And he had like kids and a family. He had like kids in college. So he's, so he basically spent the rest of his life on the road making that money back. Huh. And, um, and, and yeah, cause he had all that money stolen. Wow. And cause um, one of the better stories in Kenny's, uh, Kenny's book, um, was about like him. He booked one of Leonard Cohen's first shows. On that tour, but then he got, but then he had, because he was back on the road, he had this huge resurgence and he ended up playing giant arenas and stadiums. And then when Kenny tried to book him again, he just not happening. Yeah. Um, so that's another plug for Kenny Weisberg's Off My Rocker. It's a great, if you're into that kind of stuff. And he had a great whole, he made, it was like one of the few artists where he actually wrote a whole letter because he was, he had this whole thing where, um, he was a radio DJ in Colorado and he, and he got kicked out of his apartment and he went on the air and cause he was a freeform DJ and you could do stuff like this. And he's like, I'm going to just, cause it was Monday morning and that's when you want to hear like pick me up and, and Leonard Cohen songs would be pretty depressing. Uh-huh. And so he's like, I'm going to play Leonard Cohen songs until somebody calls in and gives me, helps me with an apartment and somebody did. And then that's where he ended up meeting his wife. So in, in a roundabout way with it, because of Leonard Cohen, he met his wife. And so he wrote a letter and gave it to Leonard Cohen's manager, and Leonard Cohen actually read it and invited him back stage, and they hung out with Leonard Cohen. Pretty and cool, it's a yeah. really cool story. And anyways, and also, I also didn't want to forget, Leon Russell passed away, and if you don't know who that is, he was a no. member of the famous Wrecking Crew. Oh, okay. He was on those Beach Boy albums. He was the keyboardist for a lot of those classic huh. Beach Boys tracks, including Pet Sounds, but even the pre-Pet Sound stuff. So he was in the, and then he had a solo, kind of like Glenn Campbell after the Wrecking Crew got big. He kind of capitalized on that right. first, and he had a huge. He was kind of a Southern rock. Hmm. He wrote a lot of very popular Southern rock songs, and and like because he was one of the yeah, like him and like Glenn Campbell and some of those other guys like really had huge careers because of their right. success in the Wrecking Crew. You still need to watch that documentary because then you would know who Leon Russell is. I would, and he also passed. So rest in peace. And I was telling you man, before the show, this is only going to get worse. It's just because this is how old we are. We're now. getting that age. People are always like 2016. I'm like, oh, people, you need to face the reality. It's not, it's the not reality any better, man. We're just getting older. We're at that age where our celebrities that have been with us our whole life are no longer going to be. This is what our parents went through when they were our age. Because yeah. think about it. They lost their icons. Yep. And, that's, and I remember being a kid and not knowing who they're talking about or caring about it. <laughs> Man, we're going to lose the other two Beatles like in the next I'm not I'm not going to predict. Oh, look at what you just did, man. man we already we're did. killing. We we already Cheryl already is convinced we we might have already cursed Paul McCartney. Look what you did. We really did. We just, you, you just said did. it. I I I didn't I say know. that one. Well, I'm just it's sad. I just it is sad. sad. But I I don't know. I mean, like I don't want to say anything else. <laughs> Cuz we have killed some people. Um so also there was some new music from some of my favorite bands. Um so Sleigh Bells is a band that I've been into for quite some time. Yeah. And 
Um, wasn't super, their first and second albums are amazing. Their second album especially, I really loved, mostly because there's a song about the Goonies and I freaking love it. <laughs> um, but also, but then their third album I thought was a little too overproduced. It kind of was lacking that oomph. Okay. Um, so I think they realized that because their new album came back and it's pretty high on the oomph factor. Nice. Um, I was really blasting it the other day. Really, really digging it. Um, it's still crazy to me that like they can do what they do and it's just the two of them and I, they're I don't really know. Good. They're really great. Um, and then, um, another one of my favorite, uh, he's kind of folky. Um, if you're a Sufjan Stevens fan, you really should. Check out Devender Bonhart, um, and, uh, have been a big fan of his. I think he was one of the, I think he was, I think, you know how Natalie Portman dated a bunch of music. He was, uh-huh. I think, I think they were married maybe. Huh. Okay. Um, but I don't think they are anymore. And, uh, but his newest album, really good. Um, cause he's also an actual, he, he does, he's like, he's an artist. He's, a, he's really out there. Um, but I, I, I love, I listen, I've listened to a lot of his, if you look at my last FM, he's pretty high up there in my all time. <laughs> and his new album's really good. Sweet. Um, if you're into like, again, if you're into like Sufjan Stevens and that kind of stuff and kind of weird folky stuff, um, like it's definitely worth checking out. Awesome. So it's nice when, cause you know, you always get worried when there's that new album and you're like, is this it? Like, are they, <laughs> cause especially as people get like, as they experience more commercial success. Yeah. Sometimes um, that can be Which bad. was worried. That's why the third Sleigh Bells album, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, because it was very clearly they were going for, like, it was very, like, again, overproduced. Right. Commercial. Like, so it's, I'm glad they kind of went back in the other direction. But that's my music talk. Sweet. And um, what about you? You got some new movies. Yeah. Well, very briefly, we went to the drive-in and uh, we saw Trolls. Yeah. Verdict. Uh, DreamWorks animation, man, they just kind of gone down the tubes. It was pretty bad. It looked bad. There the Comic Con panel there was were, like, I mean, you had freaking, but yeah, I had like quite a voice cast. Yeah, and the songs were good. They had some like really cool covers. Ron Funches there, was in it. There was a cover of yeah. There was a lot of great voice actors, yeah. but overall, it was just pretty weak. Like the kids were okay with it, and they were like, yeah, they had fun. But even the kids, like, they're not quoting it right Trolls. now. Like they're done. Yeah, they had fun watching it, and then we're done. Uh, and then the second movie you said you haven't even heard of is Keeping Up with the Joneses. Is. It's Zach Galifianakis and it's been a lot of stuff lately. Oh, dude, he's on a roll. This movie was great. It's it's kind of like a classic one where they uh, they they have new neighbors that move in. It's John mm. Hamm and um, uh, Gal Gadot, mm. and they kind of really act like weird. Her. And it turns out they're like spies, and they like stumble into their like spy thing, and huh. it's super funny. There's a really great Who cameo of the bad guy. In this? What do you mean? Like who directed it? Oh, I don't it? even know. Wrote it? I don't know. I don't know beyond, beyond like the four I really want to, there's a new movie, I don't know if it's an HBO movie, I think it's a movie because Derek saw a test screening. It's, uh, Michael Showalter directed and it's Kumail. Oh. It's basically the story of Kumail and Emily like meeting and dating because I don't know if you've heard this story, oh, but cool. when Kumail and Emily like first met, like, Emily ended up, she got like some, I forgot the circumstances, but she ended up being in a coma. For like really? a while, like yeah. While you were sleeping, type yeah. Thing. It was like a well, yeah. No it was way. like that, and like this is what that movie was about. And wow. it sounds. And Derek said it was great, and that's cool. So I don't know if that's actually. I think that's a theatrical release. Huh. I'm pretty sure, but I know Jed Apatow is producing a lot of stuff. Like he's got that Pete Holmes HBO show coming out. Well, I'm not sure who. I don't know who's behind this, but it was really, really funny mm. and really good. But you guys saw some other movie that Michael Showalter directed that you said was really good. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what that was now. 
Because I haven't seen that either. Because you were talking about well, it on they came the Dirt together. Show. It was what we were, yeah, but you were talking about something you know, else that else he has directed. I can't remember um, now. Yeah. Well, well, he's obviously he does good stuff. Yeah. Well, this one's really good. I recommend it. Um, I, it's probably like in a, I don't know how well it's doing, but um, I, you haven't even heard of it. So. Oh, you you keep saying that that they came together. You think that's David Wayne? Oh, it is. You're right. Michael Showalter is also their buds, but they don't. Direct I know. Their, I keep, well, I know, and they were both in in yeah. the states. Yeah. Like, well, they also stuff. work together quite a, a bit. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, sorry. Sorry for the Wayne slash Showalter folks. I thought that he did that. Was he involved in it? In some yeah. Way? Sure. All right. They worked anyway, together. They worked together. They came together. Yeah. Uh, and then we saw Doctor Strange. Saw it in 3D. Yeah. It was amazing. So nuts, right? Oh my gosh, I loved it. Blew it freaking open. Oh, dude, so, so good. The 3D was fantastic, dude. by the way. And how much are but, you like Thor Ragnarok's gonna be freaking awesome, oh, right? Dude, like everything. It was just great. Yeah. It was really, really so good. Great. And I'm so glad we went to that Comic Con panel because that so, was yeah. like the coolest yeah. thing ever. And I'll, I'll tell you what it was for me. It was like, all the best parts of like Inception without yeah. the like in, like terminably boring story, like, like them going over the bridge eight times. Yeah, because the effects were phenomenal. Like They're it so just good. looked gorgeous. Yeah, and it was really funny. Yeah, and um, my my favorite was Wong. Like he was a really oh, funny dude. dude. Speaking of him, I just watched the last episode of the new season of Black Mirror. Yeah, he has a big part in, and he's really good. Oh, it was great. It was super great. I really like that guy. Yeah, you know he he's really British. Funny. No, really, he's British. Everybody's British. Well, everyone is. You just have to realize that's my default now for everybody. Is they're probably British. They're better. Being... That guy is British. Cumberbatch. Yep. All those guys are British. Tilda Swinton is like she's well, un- after she's after seeing her in person, even from as far away as we were. She just like re- like even she's being just, like a, yeah. just the fact that we were in the same room with her. I feel like I I am better than some people <laughs> right. because I've been in the same room as because yeah. she just radiate. Like, you could the like even Chris Hardwick like melted yeah. and like but I I totally because as soon as she started just her presence in yeah. real life but then on the screen she was she's incredible she's like a, she's a freaking otherworldly being well I feel okay so briefly to address like I know there was like concerns yeah. beforehand about whitewashing it was a completely multicultural group of people yeah. and I think that was a good way to handle it I thought it was the best way they could have handled it given the situation. Given the situation, it was fine. And like, I think they could have, I mean, like, yeah. There's, there probably might have been other options, but I feel like it was done tastefully. Like, there was, there were people of every, every nationality that were a part of that group that is the the guardians or whatever. I just, um, it's so good. And just the everything was, it was so different. Yeah, it was. And yet, like, I think it's still kind of going to fit in with everything. Dude, when he said that, well, okay, spoilers now. I guess now that Doctor Strange is in the freaking mix, dude. Oh my gosh. And when he like, I didn't even get the thing about the eye until he's like, you don't want to leave an Infinity Stone line. I'm like, dude. Oh! oh my gosh. And then I just, and I knew, I mean, I knew it all ties together, but I didn't even get that until I saw it. And then things that could have been like, that could have come off as cheesy, like him getting his cape were like, that was like some of the funniest, yeah. like, cape humor. Like, I don't even yeah. know what that was, but it was hilarious. It was awesome. It was great. It was super good. I really, yeah. really liked it. And the fact that Tilda can go from that to like the reporter, like sassy fifties lady and Hill Caesar, like those, yeah. like she can do anything. She's amazing. She can do anything. She's like the, I think she's like the greatest actress going on well, right now. And another part that like, cause I mean, think about her in like the Wes Anderson movies that she's been yeah, in and think about all the other stuff everything. she's done. 
Um, like everything she does is like different. Another part that could have been really cheesy and they just did it perfectly was all the their hand motions yeah, for just doing all magic. That like weird that could, stuff. In in lesser hands that could have been horrible. Horrible. And it looked incredible. Like, and the way they did I mean Tilda in particular. Like, like I'm her, sorry, wah, but wah, wah, wah. think about the freaking last airbender with Shyamalan. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Hey, I will even say there, like, there's no comparison. Yeah, but that was like, like it could have ended up it like been, super cheese. It, and it just looked, I believed every so time awesome. they were carrying a like, magic. I felt fear. like I could start. Yeah, doing I'm like, oh. <laughs> and when he's like trying to get in the sparks aren't really. Yeah, oh, and dude. Like, and I love where the, like, when she just leaves him on Everest and then oh, they're yeah. like, sitting there. Oh, just, it was so, so great. freaking awesome. Just all the crazy stuff and like Rachel McAdams was fantastic. She's amazing and that whole thing and like I'm oh telling my gosh. you, it bumped up to like one of my top. Oh yeah, Marvel movies. Period. So good. It was great. And we went to school at the same school that Scott Derrickson went to, who's the yeah. director. I met him briefly. Yeah, Janelle met him. He came and spoke at our thing. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, he's definitely like Viola's poster child now. Oh yeah, for their film program. I mean, that's Come it. on. I mean. By far the most... There's other people that work in film, but like... And the funny part is, he wasn't even going there when they had all the new crazy oh stuff no, that they had he was there when now. they were like with VHS yeah. decks, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. And, uh... It, it, I wonder what his student... Like, what, what Biola films did he do? Were they better? I what don't know. They probably films? were. But I, I mean... Because it's also on track to be like one of the higher grossing Marvel movies, oh, yeah. period. So, yeah. like he's... He went from like directing like low budget like horror, horror movies. movies to boom. So but this is cool. what happens for a lot of these guys. I mean, think about James Gunn, same right. thing. Think about some of these other guys that they're like. I keep forgetting the guy that did that's doing Thor Ragnarok, but he's only done like super low budget stuff. But to Marvel's but this credit, is the, this is what why they do, so and this well. is why it's working so well because they pick. Like each movie has its own flavor, right? And they and take risks on these small time directors, and but who better to handle like this weird mystical? Yeah, like, it's perfect thing. And then okay, again spoilers. The ending was one of my favorite endings of all. Oh, time. dude, that ending was amazing. Because when here's what happens: so he gets to the part where he like faces off with Dormammu. Yeah, and it's a spoiler. Big, I said spoiler. <laughs> I said spoiler. I said spoiler several times. He faces up to Dormammu, right? Yeah. I've said it before. Yeah. People, if they had not stopped listening to it at that point. So it's like, and, and it's like this big, like, monster, like, you know, yeah. fakey looking guy. And I'm and like, like, oh, here comes oh, he's gonna, the like, big, punch it. Here comes the magic big battle. And in fact, at that point, Janelle's like, I gotta go pee. Like, tell me, I'll, I'll come back. I'm gonna miss this part. So she came back, and I didn't realize, but she missed the whole thing with the oh. time cycle. So she's like, it was good, except like, uh, I can't believe he had to fight like a big sp-. I'm like, no! That's not what they did. She he missed didn't fight it. it. It was the best thing because that's exactly oh, what no. you thought was going to happen. And then when I explained it, she thought it was cool. But he basically tricked him. Yeah, he tricked him, and he tricked us because I thought it was going to be the end of Hulk, where he yeah. punches a big space monster and then or lightnings him or whatever, and it's done. And it was genius. It was like the best possible like subversion of that whole thing. And yeah, I loved it. It was amazing. Absolutely fantastic. Great. All right, that's my that's All my right. Doctor Strange cheer. Time for DVD on demand corner. I still got the wrestling. Been watching some New Japan World. Oh, um, Mark Ariano did bring up. Here's the problem about the NXT live in Riverside. What's that? It's the freaking Thursday that uh, Rogue One comes out. Is it really? So I'm not gonna be seeing Rogue One on the Thursday. I'll have to go on the Friday. And I know you guys are going to go on the Do they show the new trailer in the theater? I know it's freaking amazing, amazing. right? Um, but there's only, this is, I, I can, I can wait a day to see it because Nakamura, I'll, I'll, I'll take Nakamura. You you don't understand how awesome (laughs) it is. 
Um, but it is kind of, I think, I think, I think Mark is legitimately struggling. Oh, well, speaking of trailers, by the way, real quick, there was a trailer and I'm like, oh, this looks pretty good. What this is? Oh yeah, this looks cool. And then I realized this trailer that I was kind of interested in was the Power Rangers movie. Dude, it looks awesome. I know, but I can't believe I'm interested in a Power Rangers Dude, movie. Dude, it looks and awesome. And Janelle leans over and she goes, oh wow, I can't believe that kind of looks it good. It looks awesome. You want to watch I it? I never was interested even remotely I wasn't Power really Rangers. either, but that it looks cool. It does look cool. All right, I just had to say that. It does look kind of cool. Um. Yeah. Uh. Last man on earth this week. Whole. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen what? it. What? We were in Big Bear. What the crap, dude? Big Bear. Why don't you watch it today? You know, I had conferences all day. Oh my gosh. Late day. Well, don't say anything. But just it was good, right? It's a tearjerker, uh, man. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Tearjerker. You find out more about no, Lucas's no, backstory. I don't want to know. It's so good. I don't want to know. Ah. Are you caught up on Age of Shield yet? No, but I watched another like episode this Did week. Did you watch the? So you haven't watched the? I haven't seen you the. Got the Ghost one. Rider origin story. I'm like, that's the next one. I'm, I'm up to that point because I saw like on the description. It's really freaking good. But it's really. Dude. I watched another one like earlier this week. So good. And there's like a lot of political intrigue going on. Well, I'm caught. I'm. I'm trying. I'm at least like two episodes ahead of when they're shutting it off. Yeah. So I have well, a little so at buffer. least you got into the part where there's shady things going on and oh, yeah. they don't know who to trust. Well, now and, they've teamed up with Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. That's awesome. But Ghost yeah. Rider is awesome. He's great. The actor is great. I, what's his, I don't even know his name. I don't he's know fantastic. the director, but it's Robbie Reyes. But oh my gosh. He's, it's that fantastic. was a genius move. Just this is not Johnny Blaze. You can forget about Johnny Blaze. Yeah. Maybe we'll bring back Johnny Blaze a few years from now. Yeah, maybe we won't. Like, maybe yeah. we won't. And maybe we'll just have this guy. And, oh, and the guy who, like, the fire guy, when he fights yeah. him and he had the chain. Yeah, the and chain. And then he grabs it back. Yeah. Because I called that from the moment yeah. I saw it. I'm like, dude, Ghost Rider. And then everyone's like, it's not Ghost Rider. But I'm like, that's a Ghost Rider chain. But that, well, no, that's the guy, the other fire guy. I know, but I'm saying they called that's, back to that. that and he's in... He's an inhuman. In but the it was fire still guy. a hint oh, that you Ghost Rider was coming. They just announced, um, I think Mark posted it, but the Inhumans, it's not going to be a movie now. It's yeah, going to be like a, a show, show. And it starts next year. I mean, that's cool. It makes sense because they've already introduced Inhumans into the Ages of right. S.H.I.E.L.D. universe. And instead of then having to like – because they can't do Inhumans now without – I still think they're trying to keep Coulson out of the movies – and cause like right. they've already talked about that. So I think if they, cause if you'd, ha- if you did Inhumans now, you'd have to bring in the shield people. And I don't know if they're ready or they want to do that. Yeah, I don't know. So I think that's why they're doing another, cause this way it'll take place in that same universe right. as, I mean, it is all the same universe, but there's the definitely the same immediate universe of agents of shield and that whole thing. Right. Cause again, they've already introduced Inhumans and that whole thing. And I think this will be, all of, like the next big yeah. jumping off point. Well, and, and I mean, I would be more disappointed except that the TV shows are all fantastic. Yeah. So it's uh, everything. There are a lot do, of Agents of Shield haters out there. I don't understand. Which I don't get. I do not understand. Which is crazy. Everything that they touch is gold, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I really like it. So I, I it's fine. And I also saw they're doing like a theatrical show of like the first two yes. episodes. So that might be fun. Um, there wasn't. I'm so angry at like how there won't be a there'll be like an episode of last man and not bob's burgers yeah this freaking release schedule but i wanted did you watch the I did horse watch the horse the, meat one which that's was, why i wrote so good ken marino yeah was so great. great so just that whole, Tina. Like, undercover scene at oh the party gosh, was like so dude. awesome and like it was Slip great and slide it was and just perfect. all that stuff and yeah oh. 
Love it. Great. Well, and then like his, his mic keeps like he's like scratching yeah, yeah. it one time and it's really itchy. And he's like shaves it. <laughs> he's like, "What are you using?" And it was like duck sauce yeah. or something. Yeah. And he's like, "Why are you doing it? It's it worked really well." So South Park this week was nuts because, as famously now detailed, they basically had to rewrite the whole episode at the very last minute. Like some of the stuff from their original, because it was going to be all about Bill Clinton being the first gentleman. Right. It was and called first gentleman, yeah, right? Well, now Originally, they had to change it yeah. to, so that stuff was still sort of in there, but not really because then they like, so, so they kind of had to scrap a lot of stuff <laughs> and then redo a lot of stuff. And I don't think it, it it wasn't, it was definitely not quite what I was expecting, but it was still a really good, and it did progress, like, it's just so crazy now that they're actually doing storylines, that this is still only the second season that they've ever done that. Yeah. And so it's building this season-long arc, and I still am not quite sure where this is going, but I know it's gonna be amazing when we finally get, like, I have an idea of where uh-huh. it's going, but like, the stuff with the member berries is so freaking funny, dude. Like, it's hilarious, and, just really goofy and they took it they basically so now like the gentleman's club is bill clinton and bill cosby <laughs> and it's kind of their way of reminding people like bill clinton's kind of despicable you guys and we kind of gave him a pass during this whole thing and and it is kind of like yeah like you yeah <laughs> like, like it's not that far off putting him with bill cosby right. um but yeah it's pretty funny uh and then total bellas it was the season finale they only had like six episodes because Total Divas starts this week. Oh. Um, but it's just, it's a weird show because it's like Daniel Bryan, who is awesome and a normal dude, living with John Cena and all these crazy rich people, and him basically being miserable every second of it. So it's like if you put a normal person in a reality show <laughs> and that contrasting thing. It'd be like if you... Because he's like, again, he's like such a normal dude. He has an orchard and a composting toilet back home and he just wants to go back there and not live in John Cena's crazy mansion where he makes you dress up for dinner every night and have coffee hour. John Cena... That's that's the whole thing of the reality show is they all moved into John Cena's house. And that's not their, for any reason. Well, it was... The, the, the supposed reason was because Nikki Bella just had Nick surgery and she needs their help because she's, I don't know. It was, like it was a very loose premise. <laughs> all right, and all right. again, you could tell Daniel Bryan was like, I'm only doing this because I love my wife very much. <laughs> and this is my family that I kind of have to deal with. But the second he could get out of there, he got out of there, man. <laughs> and I don't blame him. Because, um, yeah, you could also call the show Rich People Problems. <laughs> like the last straw for him was Nikki... Like his sister-in-law was giving him a hard time because he wanted a four-bedroom house instead of a five-bedroom house. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. It must be nice. Yeah. Um, the Goldberg this week was the fantastic. Action the action movie. And then, like you said, he really made that movie almost shot yeah. for shot. Oh, fantastic. Like the end scene where – because I'm like, oh, it's going to be like – but no, it was the exact yeah, what they with did. with the same title and everything. And with all the bad puns. Oh, my god! Because it was like the P.E. teacher. The P.E. teacher yeah. is like the sh- – and I love that guy. They got the – that P.E. teacher guy is oh, so funny. Oh, he's fantastic. And Dave Kim. Dave Kim is great. Oh, dude, that show – 
and the whole thing with like the sweaters and gimbals going out oh, of business yes. and the gimbal sale and then the coupons. Oh, I love and, it. And like, cause love that reminded it. me like, oh dude, that was, it's such a good show. Yeah. It's so good. And they just announced that Kevin Smith's directing an episode and I can't think of a better pairing. No, that's fantastic. I'm really excited What's this for that. Be about? And I almost, I've never done this before, but I might try to be like, hey. Hey man. Can I, can I come check out <laughs> the Goldbergs? Maybe not that, but just can I come? I'm gonna see. I'm not even, I'm gonna do it. I've yeah. never done it before. You should, you should offer the PA for him. I'm not doing that, cause that's me. like, give me a job. You don't do that. Free. No. Valet. I'm just gonna try to be like, hey. Alright. So I know who to contact, and I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna hey, do it. Hey, if you're gonna pull a string, that's a string. I might do it. I might do it, dude. But I, what so if we could go see the Goldberg set? Them watching Commando at the beginning too oh, was dude. so great. Because that was like every like watching action movies with your dad. Oh man! And the dad like and Murray's just like talking during the movie. And, <laughs> it was super funny. Um, and I and, and and that was kind of a common dad bonding was like. Was like that. I remember as a kid, like bond, like the first movies you really bonded over were like dumb action movies. Well, the, I mean, they just, I don't know, they nailed that whole, just that whole thing. Yeah, it was great. Because it, it was a very unique time. Because those movies don't really exist anymore. No, it's a very, very specific. I mean, outside of the Expendables. Yeah. Which basically is capitalizing on that. Maybe like Fast and the Furious is kind of kind like of, a but next still, generation of yeah, that. Yeah, but the 80s action hero movies, like there's yeah. nothing like them. It's, you know, it's definitely... And there, just like, oh dude, my the best part was at the very end when they just had Murray like doing all the action lines. Yeah, oh yeah, where they... Oh my god. Arnold Schwarzenegger puts a guy off a cliff. Have a nice fall. <laughs> yeah, he just did like... Yeah, just and you know that was Jeff... Yeah, Jeff Garland. That was just, Jeff Garland just... Ad-libbing yeah. all those. Try not to trip. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. That was great. Um, SNL this week was great. Chappelle totally delivered. The thing that is bothering me is hearing all these people on, on Facebook saying, if the show was this good, I would watch it all the time. I'm like, obviously I've been watching lately, cause especially this season has been amazing, and I still argue that it is that good. That's it's always the same been that people good. People that always and, say that kind of, and oh, I'm like, it hasn't been funny since blah, you need blah, to blah. go back and watch, cause obviously yeah. you haven't been watching, cause it's great. And this was a great episode, but I don't even know if it was my favorite one of this season. It was really been good. Some really good ones. There was some few great sketches, but I feel like Benedict Cumberbatch was one of the best. Great. Ones. I mean, there has been great. a lot of great ones, and it's the hits keep on coming because uh, Kristen Wiig's the next. Oh, she really? Oh, yes. No. Nice. After Thanksgiving, so I think like in yeah. two weeks. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's SNL has been great again. That cold open man. Um. But there was a lot. The Chris Rock. That's getting that's a lot of. Great. Well, that's, that's the, the two. One. I only watched the two. That and, then, and the opening, and the there, monologue. But yeah, there was, uh, there was, he did something, cause he actually kind of did a Chappelle show thing, where he actually introed the sketch, where he had all the Chappelle show characters. You right. know how Chappelle show yeah, always, yeah, yeah. so he kind of did that, and then he even made a joke where he was like, man, I thought I was gonna be like the next David S. Pumpkin. Oh, it was because they had another sketch where, at first I'm like, what is happening? And it was like a bad sketch, and then they did like a it was like a whole joke about what if they had like and you know on like sports well you don't you don't watch sports but if they had like an after the sketch analysis they have like a okay, press conference okay. after the sketch and they're like what happened out because it was like a botch sketch right and i'm like whoa is this a real botch sketch 
And then, like, then they go into, like, it shows them walking off stage into this press conference room. And then they have, like, a press conference about it. And it's, That's pretty great. it's so meta and weird. But, like, and, like, cause Leslie Jones is the ones that screwed up the sketch. We're like, Leslie, what happened? She's like, I don't know, man. Just sometimes, like, man, like, <laughs> shut the, and then she gets really pissed off. And then, like, AD Bryant's just playing, like, the super, just like, next question, next question. <laughs> and then, like, they're like, Dave, like, you were, didn't you think? He's like, yeah, man, I thought I was gonna be the next David S. Pumpkins. And instead, I'm like, like, this is really funny. It was That's so cool. weird. Watching him um, even just do that stand up, I was like, man, why did he go away? I know he didn't entirely go away, but he uh, went away a lot. Yeah. I think he just got sick of him, man. He's so funny, um, though. Well, think about, like, he was, I think he just wasn't ready to be, because Chappelle's so, was so huge, and yeah. I don't think anybody thought that was going to happen. Yeah, and then just to walk away, like. like and that's nuts, yeah. but he actually did it. Yeah. Like, he walked away from, like, <laughs> millions of dollars. A lot of money, a lot of money. <laughs> and I think he just, I think he just. Flipped out, and like I don't blame him, like because that would have that could have been like the turning point where he like who knows, yeah. and maybe he knew that, and that's why he decided like yeah. no, and like because I remember I saw him that year, um I was at the SF MoMA, and he was just with his kid, huh. and and like and he just I kind of gave him like a, and he's just, and it, it was kind of one of those like. If you're gonna be cool, I'm gonna be cool. Let's all be cool. And so <laughs> cool I was like, nod. hey, yeah. And then he was like, and then I was like, that was it. And like, I'm like, I can have my, and because we were looking at Picasso's. Huh. And, and I'm like, and it was, it was all good. And like, and, but I'm like, and I'm like, I think this is what he, I think he's like in a good place now where he just wants to spend time with his family and not That's it. be, cause I think he just, I think it was just too much, hmm. which is nuts, but. It happened. Uh, I watched all of Rick and Morty season two, like on Sunday. Okay. That show is amazing. <laughs> like, have you watched any of it? I've watched like the first two, I want to say. Dude, season two is, cr- it's so, like, what they're doing on this show, like, again, there's some emotional stuff, huh. but it's also so absurd and insane and like, like Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland are like truly crazy, <laughs> but like crazy geniuses. Cause, oh my gosh, it's so funny. Like <laughs> the reason is this is <laughs> Rick like makes like a young, like he basically puts himself in a young version of himself so he can go to high school with his grandkids and he's like it's like I'm young Rick and he just like, he just starts like he'll just like he just start he just starts yelling I'm young Rick like it's like it's like it's just so it's just so goofy. Um it's really funny. And then I started watching now two and oh again just because back from the beginning or catching no, up I'm, with Lizzie I'm still and Kat. on season an eight. Okay. Okay. So I'm way past where Lizzie okay. Lizzie and Cat are on season four. They just started season four. So because I started catching up with them, and then I went way past. That's basically what happened with that. All right, what about you? Uh, you well, Goldberg. We're going to talk about that. I didn't watch a whole lot of TV this week because get up on that freaking last man. I, we were. I told you conferences and Big Bear. All right. Well, I have a mandatory must watch for you. All right. I don't know if you've been hearing about all the buzz about this. What? Sing Street is like the best movie of the freaking year, dude. Yeah. It's so good. What? What? It's. A group of kids. It's Irish. It's sort of a musical, but it's, dude, you like School of Rock. This is basically School of Rock, but almost even better. Cause it's like, it's about these kids in Ireland in the eighties. They, 
They're getting, they have to, they basically are at this horrible, like, Catholic school, and they make a band, and they're like, they're futurists, so they're trying to, like, cause, like, they get influenced by, like, Duran Duran and the Cure and stuff. Okay. But then, like, it's a, it's a basically, like, think about when you're in high school making music and, Make right. doom. It's so good, and the music is um like they're they're the the songs and the music. Vi- so they they make music videos and like it's so awesome. I think you will love it. All right, I'm calling it right. I think you need to watch it. It's and on you, Netflix. It's on Netflix now, and I think you will love it. It's the feel good, wonderful nostalgia because it takes place in the '80s and the music. And just the high school, being in a band, being total outcast, but finding your friends, making music, bonding over music, bonding with your friend over writing songs together, meeting a girl, and using trying to get the girl by having her in your music videos. Huh. It it just I don't know. It was so good. It's so good. Um, I loved it so much. All right. I think you will love it. Uh, I'll give it a shot. Finish Luke Cage. Finished Black Mirror. Holy crap to both of them. Everybody needs to watch them. They're so good. They're so amazing. Netflix, Luke man. Cage is incredible. Um, there's some crazy cameos. Not by other Marvel people. Just crazy cameos. Huh. Uh, and I just... But you probably won't even... You'll go right over your head. Very possible. Um, Method Man is in like one of the episodes and it's nuts. But... Um, yep, definitely wouldn't yeah. have known that. Um He's in the Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, I've heard of that. Well, anyways. Um, Black Mirror, so good. So freaky. So insane. Just like so freaking good. It is just, and it's all like, again, like the Twilight Zone type stuff. But there's some feel-good stories in there. They threw in like one feel-good story. And five just like, oh my god, our future is ruined. We're all going to die because this is going to happen. Um, crazy stuff, man. I've heard nothing but good things about so it. So good. So freaking good. And then I watched another episode of Detectorists and I love that show. Um, I'm in, have you watched season two no, yet? No, I've only watched first season. Oh, dude. So like, <laughs> um, I, I won't spoil anything, but like, um, Simon and Garfunkel will come back and it's pretty nice. great. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. Speaking McKenzie which, Crook, it's so funny. In Trolls, their best cover was Sound of Silence, and it was really cool. Nice. It might be worth just listening to that online, if nothing else. I heard good things about the music. It was fine. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Alright, um, I think that's just gonna leave, um, I played a lot of Splatoon. Oh yeah, it's good. And I played that new word game on the, that was free on PS4. Um, but mostly Splatoon. I am level, I'm, I'm almost level 10. Nice. You, is how much harder is the competitive play? It's, I mean, it's. Here's the thing. It's so the, weird. The great part okay, about it yeah, is that no because, matter what, dude, it's you, so weird. There, there'll be games where like you get totally wiped out. Like you're going up against obviously like these guys are like either in right. the same room or they're on voice chat somehow because these are coordinated guys. Like we, I dude, I had one where we got totally freaking blanked and I don't know what was happening. I don't know how they did that. We got freaking zero percented. <laughs> I don't even know. I didn't even know that was possible. But like somehow they had some coordinated attack and they somehow got to a point where they were just camping on us, spawning, right. and we couldn't even use like to the point where we couldn't. I tried to like because right now I'm, I'm doing. The, I got the roller, yeah, and I got the radar thing where I'm planting nose around, which uh-huh. that's really turned the tide in some games. Where if I can get really far out there and then plant some radars, and then my team wins. 
Um, and it's crazy that you can do that kind of stuff and still get tons of points and not actually, but like, so I've had some games where like, I'm, I'm still like level, like when I was like level seven, I'd be going up against like level 50 guys and I would be in first place because I actually pay, because there's some, there's clearly people that don't know how to play the game correctly. Right. There are clearly people that are just doing deathmatch and killing each other. And meanwhile, I'm like painting up a storm and and getting tons of points and will win the game even though some guy on the other end has like 20 kills. So I'm like, this game is not all about the kills. Right. Like, this game is about paint. And there are a lot of people, it seems like, that don't grasp that. So, like, it's... The matchmaking is weird, but I think it, like, puts me with way higher level people because I'm playing at that level because I'm actually playing the game correctly. Well, and that's the great part about it is that even if you're not good, because I am not good at doing kills. Oh, dude, I barely ever... But now, as I'm a roller, sometimes if you get it in the right place, you can just plow over people. That's the only time I get kills. But But I go... I'll I'll go, like, five games in a row without getting any kills. But I love, like... Finding an area where there's nobody around and just painting yeah, just up that out, whole paint. area. You can go through a whole round and yeah. just paint and not even see anyone. Yeah. But it, it, that's what I love about and it. And I it's love totally that there's different, different playstyles, but I'm a big fan of those roller guns. Yeah. I love the roller because I just feel like, and I like tank up and I found like all rare gear and I'm like doing pretty good. I think I'm doing good and it's fun. We need to play together this week yeah. sometime. So we gotta figure that out. Definitely. We beat Rivers of Alice today yeah. on Wii U. It's super great. It's beautiful. And uh just the music is so cool. It's the one that Janelle called an Etsy video game because yeah. it's all cute and stuff. Nice. But I definitely recommend it. Super good. That's all right. Well, it's time. It's time. It's time. It's Marmaduke time. Okay. This one looks interesting. All right. So we got Phil. Whoa. I, this is... This is weird. I'm just looking at this. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Phil uh, is standing up and Marmaduke's like up on his shoulders. His nose is like face to face with him, right? He's like standing up on. I already have a theory about what is happening here. Marmaduke's trying to do the transference. I think he is because, okay, so at first they're like mostly upright, but Marmaduke's leaning on him. He's like staring into his face. And Phil's like, down boy. He's trying to do the soul swap. Now Marmaduke's like leaning in closer to him. His face is like up against him. Phil's like, down boy. He's getting more upset. Now they're like leaning over entirely. Marmaduke's on top of him. Down boy. Now they're laying on the ground. Marmaduke is standing over him and he yells, down boy. Now Marmaduke sits on top of him. His nose is in Phil's mouth. This is actually kind of dirty. Down boy. And now Phil turns his head sideways. Marmaduke's like leaning on him, licking him with his, like his tongue is drooping. And then he says, up boy, up. Okay, that's messed up in a lot of ways. But I think Marmaduke's trying to do the soul suck. It is. He's like, he's not breaking eye contact. He he's never doing blinks. the soul swap. He's trying to do it. And Phil knows it. And that's why he can't move away. He could just back away in real no. life. He's got him soul locked. He can't do it. Man. Maybe Marmaduke has finally collected his bones and he's trying to, he's going to take, he's going to transfer. Yeah. He's going to wipe out Phil. He knows he's got it. And then Phil knows it and he's fighting it. Down boy is like his one word. It's messed up. I, I don't know. This is a really weird comic. Just if you're just a kid reading just this, on a very like, basic level, what the frick is going like, on here? Like he's humping him. He's here. humping he's him. He's on top of him. Yeah, and his his nose is in his mouth. Yeah, it's I don't I don't understand. Like I don't understand on a basic level what it's supposed to be. Also, why would you own a dog that could do this to you? Yeah, well, we know we why. We clearly know. Yeah, there's no way that they would have this by choice because this is direct evidence that 
one, I mean, we've already seen Marmaduke pretty much murdered somebody last week. Well, yeah. And now he's getting very aggressive. He is. I mean, he's he's pinned him to he's, the ground. Okay, maybe because he's emboldened by he soul sucked that lady. Yeah. Now he's got powers, so now he's like, going I'm for going for one. it. I'm going for Phil because that's his ultimate goal. Maybe once he soul sucks Phil, and his life, his purpose on earth is complete, that's and right. he can, that's he his can like be final, a piece, the final step. Because that's how he avenges his death. He also like. If you look right but here. But he could be swapping with Phil and then Phil ends up in the Marmaduke body. What if they just constantly have to go back and forth? What if it's like Phil's dad back in his body? Yeah. We I don't, don't know. even know. Who know who knows where? Also, if you look in this first panel, they're standing up together and their heads are almost even, Marmaduke's maybe a little bit taller. Then all of a sudden, boom, he, he, he grew immediately like a grew. Foot. Yeah. He's growing. He's growing. He gets taller so again, and larger here. He's again, he's shape shifting. Yeah. And then here, see on this one, he's shape shifting right in front of Phil's face. Right, like here, his feet are like Phil's shoulders and Phil's knees. Now all of a sudden, he's the entire length of his body. In the next panel, this is this book. This book, way more than the last book, kind of is really proving our case. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is we just need to weird. take this to Malky. Because again, I feel like Malky, you explain <laughs> this and any kind of normal comic. What is happening here? And the one before it. Yeah, and, and the whole thing with the, Dot, the murdered like, dog. The here. last like three, the last few have been so freaking weird. Weird. I'm just gonna peek at the next one. Is it back to dumb? I don't know. Probably. All right. There's always dumb thrown that, in. That was a weird one. That, that that's a, that's a weird nice. trip. That's Marmaduke. That's Marmaduke. Oh, I can't wait to get our brick replica. All right. What are we calling this episode? We are calling it... It's eggnog time. Oh, yeah. You already said that. I already said that. That's right. All right. Yes. Cool. Thank you all for listening. And have some eggnog. Or... Watch longingly as your friend has it. I'm telling you right now, because I know there are a lot of people who are saying gross eggnog. I feel like you might be like me, and maybe it's because you had a bad experience with it when you were little. Maybe you didn't know what you were drinking. But give it another try, because that's that's what I did. Because I went a lot of years not liking eggnog, and I regret those years. I'm telling you. wonderful. Eggnog is delicious. It is the nectar of the gods. and, And then if you can get that eggnog shake, I know it doesn't always come out. It's good stuff, though. Man. You know how to draw us in with those shakes. Eggnog. Mm. Pumpkin. Shamrock. You and your shamrock, man. That's synonymous. Like I said, I I have not been a big fan of the shamrock or any of the shakes, for that matter, since they started doing the the fancy ones where they mix it in because it's not the same. Yeah, it's true. It's definitely not the same. I remember the first year they did that with the shamrock. I'm like, what is this? This is not a shamrock shake. It's a shame. They're like, this is how we do it now. And like, then you're doing it wrong. They take away everything. Give we me love. back that, whatever the crap was in that <laughs> mix. Pre-packaged stuff. I probably. want that. I want that. Oh, dude. I, I used to have to refill the freaking, um, milkshake machine at Burger King. There was nothing natural about that stuff. <laughs> it was disgusting. It's powder. It was like ooze. Ooze. It was ooze. Ooze powder ooze. It was definitely ooze powder. It was <laughs> not dairy. There was nothing dairy in there. I don't think. Dairy can ooze. Maybe. It was a dairy product. Non-dairy product? Yeah, but it's I possible. Don't know. Whatever, man. Everyone wants real ice cream now and you're ruining it. I know. Give me the fake stuff. Just give me that. I'll take real That's milkshakes. I'll take a real chocolate shake, but for shamrock and all that other stuff, no. You ruined it. Because the mix, it's not the same. I can't believe they ruined it. Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. Man, and I'm I'm still waiting for that long, that like, I remember there was one time where we were close. If 
like a specialty shake and a McRib. Yeah, like at the same time. I've never had that. I feel like that would cause like that's I like think a rift in the space time yeah, continuum. I don't. I think they intentionally don't do that. Yeah. They're like you can't have a shake and a McRib. No, it would break it. It would cause a paradox. That would like ruin. That would cause like dogs and cats living together. Yeah. Insanity. Can you imagine a novelty, a, a, like a special holiday shake and a McRib? That's just too well, much. And what if ask. it was holiday shake McRib during Monopoly? Oh my gosh, that would be, dude. If they did a McRib Monopoly season, I would where die. You stuff on McRib, I would die. I would die. <laughs> I would definitely I would die. I would eat McRibs every day. Can you imagine? I would die. McRibs. What if it was McRibs and Shamrock Shakes original mix, and that's the only thing you could get McDonald's Monopoly stuff on? <laughs> Brendan, what happened? We'd be like, police would be and pounding on the door. even though Monopoly sucks now, I would still, still do it. The police would be pounding on the door and we'd come in and you'd just have green <laughs> sludge coming out of your mouth with like and pickles barbecue on your sauce. face. Yeah. It'd be a mix of no. green barbecue sauce. Oh, and that's why rooms. you don't get the McRib and the specialty shake at the same time. The sham rib. The sham rib. It's never going to happen. No sham rib. <laughs> the sham rib Monopoly. <laughs> That's kind of a good title too. Sham rib monopoly. Sham rib monopoly. <laughs> that's that's what I think. That's, that, that's better. That's, that's good. Sham rib monopoly. Sham rib monopoly. I mean, you could do it yourself. Like, let's say you save some shamrock shape. Yeah, shake, like freeze and it. And then when McRib came out, you dethawed it, and then but you also waited for, and then you put the you, you froze the McRib the off and, and then put it on the, put the, the McRib box. I've got my own yeah. sham sham rib then you, then monopoly. It would just cause a rift right there, and then the world would the explode. Portal would open because some guy just wanted to you try had to all go three and get a ones. sham rib. But didn't you had you? to cross the stream. Not the sham rib That's monopoly. crossing the stream. <laughs> yep. Mm. Sham rib. Sham rib. I really want that. You now. want a sham rib so bad, don't you? What if they somehow like made a shamrock shake sandwich? I don't know. Cause did you see like, I guess in like Europe or somewhere, they made like a Nutella like burger, but it doesn't have burger in it. It's just Nutella. That's gross. I don't like Nutella. How do you not like Nutella? It's too close to peanut butter. There's nothing peanut butter in it. It's brown it's and hazelnut. It's It's delicious. Ugh. Have you even had it? Yeah, it's gross. You're crazy. Mar- Mar- Listen to this guy. It, makes, it sounds like it tastes like Marmite. You ever try to taste that? Marmite stuff? has nothing to do. Marmite yeah. is like all the spreadable weird... jars no. of things. Gross. Oh my gosh. Although now it's led to where it's just Hershey's is made like chocolate. It's just freaking chocolate. Well, chocolate <laughs> straight I like. up. Yeah, but there's. I don't know how they market that in a way that's not just like this is garbage a jar food. Of chocolate. Like instead, it's like you spread it on a sandwich. I'm like. You can't do that. It's too much. You can put chocolate on a sandwich. It's sure. too much, man. Well, it's like I like the jelly part of peanut butter and jelly. I have a yeah, jelly but sandwich. This is just straight up chocolate. Yeah. This is candy. <laughs> you can't do that, man. Jar of candy. Talk about crossing the streams. Yeah. You can't just eat chocolate every meal. I feel like it's these liquors. Like, he ate pork at every meal. You can't do <laughs> you can't that. Do that. <laughs> yeah. City Slickers is really good. It really was. I was just listening. Jake Lloyd on Movies made me shout out to Cheryl Jones. Oh, yeah. And he talked about City Slickers at length. And it was really cool because I'm like, that is like a great movie. City Slickers 2 is underappreciated, though. I was not a fan. I, I think it's just John because – I think it's – I mean, I think it was because, like, you had to substitute John Lovitz and – But John Lovitz is great. Yeah. But – Come on. It's not the same. Plus, you had the whole joke with, like, Curly, like, and his twin brother, and then yeah. all that, like... Oh, my gosh. That weird, like, is it really him? I definitely or? think it's underrated, That's but I also saying. don't think it's nearly as I'm good as the first I'm not saying it's good or better. Because the I'm first one saying, is, like, a classic. I'm just saying underrated. 
I might people give it that. too hard of a time. I agree, but I think it's because the first one was so good. Yeah, but at, on its own, it's a really funny movie. All right, that's all I'm saying. I'll give you that. All right. And on that note, it's way past my bedtime. Yes. All that extra sleep, cashing it in tonight. <laughs> you just used it all. Used it all Went up. Went through the whole savings. Went through it. Blew it all in one podcast. I found out that that's not even a thing. You no. You can't bank sleep. Doesn't like, it's it not, doesn't yeah. work that way. Once you miss sleep, like, you're screwed. Yeah. It's over. You can, like, sleep and, like, rest again, but you don't, like, make up the sleep. Yeah. No, it's not a real thing. Yeah. But we like to think it is, and maybe that's all that matters. Yeah, it's, it's a placebo effect. Just like hitting that button at the walk sign. That's right. Still, I like naps, so, so that doesn't change anything. Yeah. It's nice napping. Naps are nice. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is the old man podcast now. Yeah. I've already had when I have my when I have my sham sham rib monopoly, and then I get that nap on, and then I drink some eggnog. Sham rib. Man, if I owned a McDonald's, I would make you that just happen. Get and I would hoard. I would save all this. I would hoard the stuff and like not use it when I was supposed to. Or like I would get a call from like, yeah, we see that you're not. You don't got those Shamrock shakes out. I'm like, oh, it's all bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't um, worry about it. Don't worry about it. Well, we're gonna skip it. <laughs> um, you can't skip it. Oh, hey, it's my store. You can't yeah, tell you what to do, McDonald's. Um, and then when McRibs came around and then, and then they tried and, you can't do this? Yeah. What are you trying to Black do? Black market Matt McRibs? You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna cause a hold of everybody. I'm like, I'm gonna be cashing in all That's the it. way to the bank is what I'm gonna be doing. They're gonna love it every step of the way. And I would, then I would die because I would have Shamrib Monopoly for every meal <laughs> until I died. That would be a good way to go though. Dude, I mean, that'd be my last meal in the prison. If I was in death row, I'm like, make it happen. They're like, we can't do yeah, that. I'm well, like, guess you can't kill me then. You can't. No, that's, that's the law. <laughs> that's great. Shamrib Monopoly. Yeah. This guy has the Monopoly pieces on it with the best buy bucks. Some poor like guard is like making like a box and like putting the Monopoly pieces and finding best buy dollars from 2005. <laughs> I'd want to get those old, the old style vegetable chips too. I would just ask for all kinds of foods that have been discontinued. Yeah. I want the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pizza snack. You know, it's all optional and they'll just be like, no, you can't have any of that and we're going to execute you. Dang it. Well, hopefully I don't get on death row then. If I get at death row by accident, I'm, I'm going to sham. They're going to be like sham rib monopoly. That's it. Every day that's what? all you're going to talk about. They're, he lost it already. Sham rib, sham rib monopoly. That'll be my last <laughs> words. Any final words? Tramera Monopoly. Okay. It's late. Yeah. It's time to go. It's, we yeah. hope you've had a good time. And go to RadioBrendo.com for all your Radio Brendo Man stuff and the Amazon link, Amazon Prime free trial. Have a good Thanksgiving, Train everyone. discount. We're going to be off next week. So, Sorry. No episodes. So you might want to savor this last one and listen savor to Savor the flavor. Yeah. Listen to some other Benvy Network podcasts at BenvyNetwork.com. They might be doing Thanksgiving episodes. I don't know, but I'm kind of, we're kind of tapped on the classic episodes. Are we? There's a couple, but they're weird. Oh, I want to hear them now. <laughs> they're weird. I, I don't even want to do that next week. Oh, we'll do it. We'll release them at some point. That's fine. That's or fine. again, I'm, we do have a post once our Kickstarter is done. We might have a little plan where you might be able to get the, whole Brendo Man archives. Yeah, it's true. Um, we're making some moves. 
Uh, Making our way in the world today. But, um, but that's later. That's for later. And, uh, and I just want to enjoy my week off, and I'm sure you I do think too. Everybody will be okay. Everybody will be okay, and have a good Thanksgiving. And if you're in other parts of the world, like Canada, where you already had your Thanksgiving, or somewhere else where you don't have it, well, just have a good week. And yeah, we're thankful that you are listening. I'm thankful that I have a car and that I even have the prospect of a sham rib monopoly. <laughs> that's right. Live in a world where that's even something I can dream about. That's true. You're living the dream. If they only went back to the old. Shakes. Maybe you could. Have, hey, if we get Shamrock and McRib at the same time with Monopoly, then I think they would just by default go back to the old mix. They'd find the mix. Yeah. All right. Well, for Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brendan Creasy, and I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody.
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Hello and welcome to Benview on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson. And I'm resident uh, Spielberg fanatic, Justin Kezon. And today we're going to talk about... Duel. The Sugarland Express. Jaws. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. 1941. Raiders of the Lost E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Twilight Zone. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Empire. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Jurassic Lost World. Saving Private Ryan. AI. Michael The Terminal. Indiana Jones. Steven Spielberg. Benview on Spielberg. New episodes dropping on the 15th of every month at BenviewNetwork.com.